Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's failing better. Woohoo! Woo. I am Johnny Pelham. Sean McLaughlin is Sean McLaughlin, and we go again. <laughs> That's a new catchphrase. We go <laughs> we again. Go again. Before every episode, we get into a huddle, and we don't <laughs> let the noise of the crowd get into our heads. We just look at each other. We go focus. We go again. Fifty-four um, losses in a row. This is the time we turn it around. We go again. <laughs> We cannot lose forever. That would defy physics. We must win one day, and today might be our day. Let's that find is, out together. We're going to put that on a T-shirt for our live show <laughs> that you can buy. We cannot lose forever. That would defy physics. One day we will win. Today will be our day. It will be on premium cotton made in Bangladesh. It will be available in extra small or extra large. <laughs> <laughs> the children will get peanuts. It will charge. We will charge four hundred pounds. We will charge we four hundred pounds to give a tip to us. We want the tip, not the children. We want the tip. That's going to be on the back. We want the tip, not the children. <laughs> I'm sure that can't be misconstrued. That's the best thing about that sentence. There's no way anyone would take it any other way. <laughs> But what's, I mean, what's good about that sentence, whichever way you take it, it's fundamentally quite a horrible idea. <laughs> yes, Whether, yes. Yeah, so that's either way, we are being horrible. Look, the key thing is I'm back in the UK and we're sorry that we had a week off, listeners. We didn't mean to have a week off. Um, As you can just probably did. tell, Sean's laptop broke. It was left to Johnny Pelham to edit. Did our hero rise to the occasion? Well, in a way he did, because he did the edit, but it did take him a week longer than planned. <laughs> yeah, my, fa- my, my, ba- my, uh, my power uh, cord for my laptop uh, ran out during the recording of one of the Patreon episodes. Um, and as such, I had to record one episode on my phone and we weren't able to bring it all out and I wasn't able to edit them. Johnny, how long did it take you to learn to edit? Because I was sort of sending you, <laughs> I was sending you, I wouldn't even say tips. I was basically sending you a manual on how I do it. How did you find the process? You know what was encouraging? It wasn't actually too difficult. The hard bit was not getting bored and uh, just watching TV or having a beer. But that's always the hard bit about life, isn't it? That's it's the hard. Even, even when I'm watching TV, 
I'm always <laughs> tempted to, to bang on another TV. That's it. I mean, that's, that's the ADHD society we live in. And I personally mm. don't think I should be blamed for society's ills. If you don't want me to be addicted to Facebook and Instagram, stop making them filled with dopamine. If you don't want Failing Better to ever have a break, then maybe next time you should vote for Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> because Vote that... for Corbyn. Get Failing Better. <laughs> we would have been his official podcast. Because <laughs> right now, the, the bizarre people think he's anti-Semitic. If we were his official podcast, they'd, they'd, they'd be like, he's definitely a pedo. <laughs> He's, he's sort of, in the last episode, we were talking about shagging a spider. <laughs> he's got some weird... We've been worse than Hamas. <laughs> Are we allowed to claim that we're the official podcast of a particular political party or, or political organisation? Right, this is going to sound... Uh, I think we go Tory and try and fuck them up from the inside. So people go... People at dinner parties in, like, Kent will be, have you heard the, the latest Conservative podcast they, they seem to the tories seem to want to introduce shagging spiders as a national policy <laughs> Imagine, i mean are we allowed to just take out advertising space like on tv like book an effort ago and now a party political broadcast from the conservative party <laughs> and it's just a clip of us going johnny you can't shag a daddy long legs <laughs> to be honest i reckon that would be genuinely better for them than whatever it is they're doing right now that would probably level out the polls better for them than than what they're doing. The advert is just a spider in, like, leggings (laughs) with (laughs) lipstick on. (laughs) And then going, vote Tory, get hot spiders. I think that's a good good idea. It is a good idea. (laughs) Um, We're back, listeners. We took a week off, but... um, I'm back in the UK. I'm actually leaving again soon, but we're going to try and have enough episodes in the can. Um, why uh, Why do you hate the UK so much? Well, um, I don't. I love this country. Uh, do you want me to list all the things I like about this country? Yes, please. In alphabetical order. <laughs> Egg on toast. <laughs> toast. End of list. <laughs> but I do like... Um, I do like it here. It is difficult coming back from Canada to the UK. (laughs) It is difficult to go from a country where everyone is nice and you're allowed to just kind of do what you want to a country where I suppose you can still kind of do what you want, but everyone's we've taken the wrong side of it. Mm. We're sort of, I would say we're sort of pre-purge. What, what do you, are you saying there shouldn't be a purge? Are you advocating the mass murder of the british population well actually i don't know if what i was about to say people have got more free basically it's weird canada's interesting in that you you can't have open alcohol anywhere outside a bar like you you can't walk down the street with a beer you can't sit in a park and have a beer you would not like all that stuff which is sort of here is very that's a a cultural norm no I, i wouldn't say it's a good thing but what they what you can do there is literally smoke weed in the face of a police officer. And he'll probably be but like, I... hey, where did you get that strain? That's sick, bro. <laughs> so you think you're saying the police officer would be like up for it? They'd be like, oh, I'm getting a bit high on the job. This is a bit naughty, but I'm Canadian. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck? We the, don't really have... The, cr- worst, yeah, the, yeah, worst, the worst crime, crime is what... in Canada. Oh, no, there's is... a moose that was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. I think, I mean, it feels... Staggering to me that no major political party has um, come behind legalising cannabis, which for me feels like quite a, a good 
sensible policy. Well, m- well, look, when we take over the Conservative Party broadcast, <laughs> they are going to be linked to a lot of policies that some would view as unpopular. Legalising <laughs> cannabis is going to be the easiest one for them to get through Parliament. Legalise cannabis. Age of consent for spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino horn, the only type of medicine available in the NHS. <laughs> Want some penicillin, dear? You? you woke cunt. No, yeah, you you're getting Rhino horn. <laughs> you what? You stupid woke prick! How dare? How dare you? Oh, you broken your arm, have you? Well, go. Here's a gun. Go out there. Get a bloody Rhino. Get down to Chessington Zoo. <laughs> Chessington Zoo's got a run on Rhino being slaughtered. <laughs> Um, yeah, it would be good if they legalised weed. It's not that I would smoke any more than I do, but I think it would be good. I just don't think British I, people can handle it, though. I don't think British people would be able to handle that. Do you not think? I think we would. Because I think one of the main arguments for legalising weed is that it's not a very violent drug. Like, very, very rarely do you smoke weed and think, I'm going to smash the system or anything. You just think, oh, it's quite a happy sensation in my brain and stomach. What would you rather be legal? Here's a question. Cannabis or murder? Ooh, I think cannabis, because I think there's a... The, the, the chance of me murdering someone versus the chance of me being murdered are so heavily skewed in the me being murdered camp. I think you know what if, I mean? if murder is not even legalised, if it's even sort of mentioned as a potential policy, you're on my, you're certainly on my hit list. Yeah. I'm dead within a day. I'm Literally, I'm putting on a fake nose and, and glad, like I'm just hiding... The, in, the moment Michael Gove says he's thinking about decriminalising murder, I am shitting myself. Are there any countries where you can murder people? <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine so, because it feels like... I reckon even, fun- in, even in North Korea, they're probably like, come on, you can't be murdering people. <laughs> you can't do it this blatantly. Come on. There should be someone. You, I'm not saying you should be allowed to murder people or commit heinous acts, but I reckon you should. I think mean, that's be... good. Let's get that on a poster. No, <laughs> look, I want, I want to make this very clear to our first time listeners. We do not think that you should be able to murder people. However, I, and I do speak for this podcast, think you should be allowed to commit GBH. On who, though? Whoever Just anyone. You want. Whoever you want. Once, it, it, once a month, once a month, once a month. No, because, Sean, the thing is, Sean, you're, wh- who are you beating up? The only person you can beat up is a fucking a child. And, mo- like, you'd lose every fight. You'd just be getting beaten up all the time. This is a disastrous oh, policy. No, I've totally forgotten that if I'm... A t- oh, you know what? You're right. I think they should bring a law where I am allowed specifically to beat anyone up that I want. Right. Do you think that have democratic will of the people? <laughs> One man. I, ha- I have absolutely no idea what that means, Johnny, what you just said. The democratic will of the people? It means, do you think more p- 51% of the population will be up for it? Up for Sean McLaughlin being out allowed to beat up children. It's essentially <laughs> the policy you're proposing. All right. How about if I... The rule is that it can't be kids. <laughs> I can't beat up kids. Can I ask you a question, Sean? How do you think you can beat someone up even if they didn't fight back? I just can't imagine you. <laughs> do you think beat, I can imagine... beat someone up even if they didn't fight back? What do you think yeah. I'd lose a fight to someone who was just standing still? I just think you'd punch someone in the face and then feel a bit guilty and apologise to them. Like, like how many times do you think you could punch someone in the face with and feel happy about yourself afterwards? I've always thought that about. Um... <laughs> I remember at one point oh, when I was... Are you always thinking about this? I always think about punching people <laughs> in the face. I, I remember thinking... I've start, I have started fantasising about punching someone in the face. Um, 
But Should my mum, my mum, <laughs> I'd love to, I'd love to punch that old broad. <laughs> no, um, I once got mugged when I was a teenager. Well, they tried to mug me. In the end, they didn't. And I told my mum, and then she went, maybe you should do boxing or something. And I thought, I just don't think that that's my scene. Because I just mm. would feel like, oh, I don't want to break his nose, though. Which I, I just don't think Tyson Fury ever thinks that. I don't think he ever thinks, oh, I better not punch What if, what if his wife doesn't think he's as handsome as he used to be? Yeah, I don't think that's the internal monologue of someone who's a natural fighter. Mm. I think we'd both struggle in a fight. I mean, this is... I tell you what this could lead to, though. This could lead to uh, the Cheerful Airful podcast on the 3rd of November. Get tickets. We will be there. Um Live boxing match between Johnny Pelham and Sean McLaughlin. Yes, we are doing our live podcast. Reminder, if you haven't listened to our last episode, uh, our live episode of Failing Better will be on November the 3rd as part of the Cheerfully Phil Podcast Festival. Um, tickets available soon. Me and Johnny guarantee one of us will be going down <laughs> violently. <laughs> Have I ever told you that story about me getting mugged when I was... No, I was also mugged, so maybe we share mugging stories. All right, and, uh, do you want to hit we... yours? And the message of the, I guess the message of the mugging stories is this is why GBH isn't legal, Sean. Okay. 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 My mugging story is so pathetic that I think you might actually want to quit doing a podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> right. What happened? I'm How old pub. are you? Um, probably about 33, 34. <laughs> um, ew. 20 minutes ago. Hey, uh, mug, mugged off having a bloody Diet Coke at the bloody minibar. <laughs> uh, bit of dad humour there. Um, I thought, what I thought was, and I wouldn't say anything, I'd just let you sit in your own sort of incompetence. It's really hard, that, but you know what? That was That is what frail friends give. Tough love. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, no, the I'm not going to yes and this. The boy has to learn. <laughs> Words have consequences. I, I say am... that to Elon Musk and I say that to Sean McLaughlin. <laughs> the only two people who need to learn that lesson on earth. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I was in a park. I was probably 15. <laughs> I was funny. I was in a park. Ha ha ha. I'm laughing already. What a pathetic twat. What were you doing at 15, Johnny? <laughs> uh, I was actually recovering from quite traumatic childhood sexual abuse. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I got mugged of my innocence. I get it, Johnny. <laughs> the world needs to know. Optimism over despair. The Edinburgh Festival. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> this stock is only going up. <laughs> <laughs> the Johnny Pelham. The Johnny Pelham <laughs> stock train is going to take us all to the moon. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. It's the, it's um, the thinking man's Dogecoin, isn't it? Tickets to your show. Exactly, yeah. Look, uh, Johnny, exactly. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep saying this on this podcast, but you do have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what he used to say as well. <laughs> oh no! What do I do? I can't tell my story now. No, tell you us keep about bringing how you up all your horrible shit that happened to you. Horrible shit happened to me. I was 15, and a guy came up to me in the park and tried to steal my Sims expansion packs. You don't think that's, <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's traumatic? So what? So what? Happened? That's one of the most traumatic things that can happen to a teenager. So what? So were you just in? You're in the park in your shorts. I'm in the park. Cap. I'm in my yeah. I'm in my, yeah. Shorts, baseball cap. I'm with my friends, 
and a guy just came up to us. And I think the thing is, he wasn't that old. <laughs> and I knew early on it was his first mugging. But it was sort of... I, I just could get a sense. I go, this guy's not that confident. And he's outnumbered. And I think he didn't realise that I was, like, taller than him. <laughs> but he went, all right, guys, what you got in the bag? And I went, oh, just some games. He went, all right, we'll give him here then. I went, what? And then he actually used the phrase, this is a stick-up, which I don't think you're allowed to say if you're just in a park and you don't have a weapon and you're trying to get Sims expansions packs. <laughs> so what? So was it during the day then? Yeah, yeah, it was about two o'clock in the afternoon. And he said, and um, were... he said, what video games have you got? And I went, oh, um... <laughs> I went, uh, uh, Sims. I went, they're, they're just expansion packs for The Sims. And he goes, What is that? Play-? He goes, Is that PlayStation? I went, No, no, it's on PC. He goes, Oh, right. What, what is that? I go, he goes, Just give him here. And I, and I said, but Do you even have the original Sims? I actually said that to a mugger. I went, Do you even have the original Sims? Because you won't even be able to play them if you don't have the original Sims. And then, they, and then he kept saying, give them to me. And I said, no. And then my friends, who I have to say, are even more cowardly and pathetic than me to a man. Like, I was the brains and the brawn of my friendship group, which tells you what a tragic upbringing I had. Um, no, they're obviously great guys and all far more successful than me. And they live happy lives, whereas I'm sitting in hotel rooms. Um, but they said, um, I think one of them in the end just gave, like, had £3.50 and went, just take this. <laughs> And then he left and he went, look, you've got to stand up for yourself. He said that. He goes, look, guys, you've got to stand up for yourself more in life. You know, I've got my mate over there, Ishmael. He could come over. He could have the... And I was thinking, we are standing up for ourselves. <laughs> I've said no to you. Um, so who said, who's... Let's get this straight. First of all, was there I've, one mugger? Like, there was one five mugger. Of you. One and mugger, there was like five, five of, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What insane... For, if that is his first mugging, he's really doing a bad job at mugging. Yeah, it's the quibby of mugging. He really has thought that he's gone to something big and it's been a catastrophe straight out the gate. Because I think even... I'm, I'm, look, I don't want to brag or anything, but I've never mugged anyone. Yet. Yet been a crucial word. Um, but, By the way, at this point, we'd like to say, please do sign up to our Patreon. It's very unrelated yeah, I guess, to what we're saying. I guess, in a way, I've mugged quite a lot of people every month. <laughs> <laughs> every month, we would like to mug you of between three and ten pounds for extra content. We do stand-up extra content, a stand-up special from me, a stand-up special from Sean. 30 hours of fresh content. Got no idea if that's true, but some free content. Just give us the money if you like the podcast. Keep supporting it. Give us money so we can grow. We want to be bigger than Musk. We love um, the smell of fresh content in the morning. Um, um, so what happened with your mugging story then? Well, I, All right, yeah, let's go on to mine. So I was walking through... Um, uh, I, was, I was at university, so I was like 18. I was walking through um, the field, which you had to get to to get to my university halls of residence. There were two people in like hoodies behind me, and I remember thinking, they look quite sketchy. But I'd just done a sociology uh, lecture, which is all about how class and how you know a lot of classes sort of, um, you know, uh, bias and, and, it, and you know, the working class people are, 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 and so I thought, well, don't, don't be a dick. They're probably just people in hoodies. That's fine. You know, they're allowed to wear hoodies. Who am I to judge them? So I was thinking these really liberal, wanky thoughts. Then one of them trips me up and kicks me in the head uh, and says, give me your phone. I have like a Nokia. I don't even know if it's a 3210. <laughs> like, I have legitimately the worst phone it's possible to have. Yeah. And he, he got my phone and said, 
is this your phone? Why the fuck is this your phone? And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't have a better phone. And they had no money. And so they just they just let they left the phone because I I would say the the value of the phone is probably like negative ten pounds. Like if you took it into a shop and said, "Can I have some money for this?" They would just <laughs> they would have burn, to they would burn the shop down. <laughs> yeah, it would burn out their own business. So yeah, so I got like four kicks in the head, and nothing got taken because I had nothing of any value. That's a great thing about being me. You cannot get lower than I already am, and Johnny, thus I am. Yeah, yeah gone. I was going to say this to you. I was, I've once been mugged for a phone. I've just remembered this. I was doing a gig in Milton Keynes. And I was going from Milton Keynes to Bedford on the train. And some guy took my phone and he went, all right, go and give me, give me your phone. I, I, my phone was like an Alcatel L2 or something. <laughs> like it didn't even have, it, it had nothing. It had no function. And then he went, I think he was very surprised when I went, yeah, just take it. It's fine. <laughs> You'd have to be doing me funny? a service. Isn't that funny? And then he what said, I so- and I was on my laptop at the time, and he went, all right, well, I can't just have this. I have to have your laptop. And I went, no, you can't have the laptop. I said, you can't have the laptop, but you can have some headphones for the for the phone if you want, so you can listen to the radio. And then, and then I gave him the headphones. He went, what, is, what are these? I went, oh, yeah, they're only built for this one particular type of Alcatel. You definitely can't use them on any other device. So what? it sounds like quite a sort of... Um- uh, I think I'm, and, based on these stories, I actually think I'm quite good in a mugging because I tend to just go, no, you can't have it, but have something else yeah. if you want. Basically, I've always got one <laughs> decent thing on me at all times and I won't give that up. You're quite good at haggling, aren't you? You can no. have one shoe, but you're not having the pair. <laughs> What's nice about me, Sean, is I think if someone mugged me now, they'd still have no interest in my phone whatsoever. My phone now is like just a really old Android that's cracked and shit. That's what... That is the great thing about me. I've, my situation's improved so little. I'm still... I could be mugged and leave with everything I currently have. Yeah. I try... I, I don't... I have no problem being mugged. What would you they take? No... Unless I've got my laptop with me. What, mm. are, they, what are they going to take? Take my microphone. Oh, no. What's going to... Oh, no. I can't do failing better today. I mean, that would be an absolute... That would be one of the biggest tragedies. It'd be like, uh, Maybe I'd Failing say that Better. to the mugger. I'd go, look, you should know that I'm the co-host of Failing Better and now there won't be an episode this week because of you. Yeah. And he'd probably go... I, he'd probably give me money. I think so. Because I think the greatest tragedies in the world, the Titanic, Hiroshima, Failing Better, being delayed a week. <laughs> in that order. Like, in, we are the... We are, in that <laughs> order, listeners, so don't... You know, we're not being <laughs> offensive. Yeah, yeah. Although I do think probably Hiroshima. I think actually Hiroshima should go ahead of the Titanic. Just IMO in my do you opinion. Think the Titanic is the second most tragic thing that's ever happened in human history. No, not really. I was just trying to think of a list of popular things people understand. Probably, I guess World War One most sad thing ever. Do you think most, most sad de- sad thing ever? Most deaths World War One. Do you reckon? No, I think it's one of those. I think it's something like, like the Great Leap Forward in China, or what? One of those sort of, one of those despot mm. uh, initiatives that ends up killing like tens of millions of people. You could be, That's probably the scale sad. of the scale of China just makes like when you have little European battles and there's like two thousand people, and then you hear about like battles in China where there's like hundred thousand. China's yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. 
China's big. That's the point I'm trying to make there. That's the, and, point, uh, if you... that's the whole point of this podcast. We are a podcast exploring how big China is. How big is it? You know, we don't know yet. It's... We've counted We've it's... counted every Chinese person we know. We haven't even reached 100. <laughs> so currently we're on 62. We're doing a full empirical study of how many Chinese people are in the world. We refuse. We're not going to follow the lamestream media. We are doing our own research. Thank Currently, 62 you. Chinese people in the world. We're we've looking gone, for more. We've gone around our local areas. We've counted 62 that we know of. A few of them were probably away at work or whatever. <laughs> but that's a pretty substantial amount to begin with. And um, that's a long-term project for this podcast. And hopefully it will come to fruition <laughs> Look, our live show see, on the 3rd of November. You, I can't say that. <laughs> We were about to say, if you see a Chinese person, contact us. I'll just take a photo. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um... Yeah, don't, don't do that, because I think that slips from light-hearted uh, frivolity into overt racism. And that is a line we walk very carefully. Um, yes, I guess. I don't know if we walk that particular line, but if we do walk it, it's with flipping... Plimsolls <laughs> on tippy toes. <laughs> anyway, this has been another fucking brilliant episode of Failing Better that I'm going <laughs> to lose sleep over and think about why we said these things. Um, I mean, well, at, um, at some point, people, when they were doing like censuses and, and counting nations, they must have just gone round and counted people. Isn't that weird? Or do you think that you'd have had to go to the authorities and declare yourself? Huh. Interesting, interesting that I don't know the answer. Because you're right, official statistics would have needed to be collected. Is and you that, probably Yeah. You probably wouldn't trust the population to just, you know, say I guess maybe they offered rewards like, you know, pension and stuff, and then people are like, Oh, I do want to be included in the pension, so I'll sign up to the census. God, what a fascinating debate this has flipped into. I have a feeling this is to, uh, uh, the story of Jesus' birth revolves around a census of this description. Are you aware of this? I think King Herod oh, was trying to find right. out. I think King Herod was trying to find out how many people there were in uh, Galilee or whatever, and uh, that's why there was no room at the inn because everyone had gone to Jerusalem or Bethlehem. Sorry. And is am I right in thinking King Herod wanted to kill loads of babies because he foresaw the birth of Jesus? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also going on. Um, so did he Herod, wait? One of... Is Herod? Did Herod? Right, this can't be right, but did King Herod create cold fusion? I don't know what cold fusion is. Huh. He definitely invented, <laughs> maybe he invented like salt and shake crisps. He invented something big anyway. <laughs> oh, Herod's fish fingers, you mean? Ah. <laughs> uh... um, so King Herod, bad person. Right, we've done most tragic events. I've gone World War Two. You've gone the Great Leap Forward. You didn't, you didn't say World War One, and I don't know what the Great Leap Forward. Is. I, I think the most tragic event probably is something like a war or a... this episode of this podcast. This episode of this podcast is <laughs> climbing up the charts fast. Nine nine 11s but... out of the Champions League spots. <laughs> nine elevens about to get relegated to the Championship, even with all the Saudi back in them. <laughs> Fucking hell, Johnny. Nine <laughs> eleven is the Newcastle United that, of that global is, That events. is, unfortunately, such a good joke that I can't edit it out. <laughs> it's such a good joke, Johnny. I deeply regret that, but I, I can't edit it out. Anyway, I think we've done our time. Is that right? 
I, I, I forgot to set. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we've done our time. Listeners, we love you. That's the key thing. Failing Better's here. Please genuinely give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Music or a review. Or tell some friends. We'd love to get more listeners in. and Do join our Patreon, patreon.com slash failingbetter. We've got a lovely bunch of people in there. And me and Johnny are in the same city, so we might go for coffee tomorrow and record it and put it on the Patreon. So how about that? How about that for a nice treat? It'd be lovely. Do please keep supporting the podcast. We really enjoy doing it, and you are the people who allow it to continue. So keep supporting it. Do tell a friend, and do give us some money if you happen to have any. But if you don't happen to have any, that is okay too, because we understand it is a difficult time. It is a difficult time. Cool. Well, (laughs) this has been a a great (laughs) final 10 minutes, I think. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I think we've flipped from topic to topic and we've made light-hearted quips and funny little jokes and I think everyone will be happy with the product we've delivered. I think we put the cool in topical. Hello. What do you think about that? Do you think that's good? We could put that on a mouse mat or something at the live show, sell those. I think we should get into the mouse mat business. It feels like a business that's about to explode, I think. Mouse People mats. Want- VHSs. <laughs> Yeah, and um, and other things which existed in the olden day time. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure those out for the joke. Um... <laughs> I just, I literally couldn't be asked thinking of anything that happened in the past. It's just not something you tend to hear podcast hosts say. <laughs> I just couldn't be asked to think of something funny. <laughs> but it's that kind of candor that keeps us from achieving our true <laughs> aims, but also the people that are here love us for it because we're human. We are human. No one can say we're infallible. In fact, you could say we're full of fallibles. We're as fallible as, um... Oh, what? I can't be arsed either. Heaven! <laughs> as heaven! As heaven! He wanted to kill loads of babies, and we want to kill your tummy with laughter. <laughs> now that is an out. That is an out. We're cooking on gas. Like it's a barbecue. Cooking on gas. Listeners, I love you. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's been weird. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.